Okay, so welcome to uh, today's episode. We're going to go through the first tool that is under the category of study. So to date, we've gone through the, uh, the story of Jake's journey, Jake's process of learning and applying the seven strategies. And in, now in section three of the book, we're covering this game day toolbox. And today I'm going to take you through one exercise that's going to help you prepare for the written test. Also help you to get the necessary knowledge to be the most effective at that promotion you're looking to, to take. If you don't have it, get a copy of the promotion playbook on Amazon. You can buy it now or check out promotionplaybook.com. You can find out more information. So uh, the game day toolbox is in, it's separated into four different skill sets. There's four categories of tools that we're gonna cover. Those four categories are study, speak, write, and apply. Study skills, speaking skills, writing skills, and application skills. So all of the tools inside of the, the toolbox you'll find here. The first one we're gonna cover, so the first category is study skills. These are the skills that are designed to enhance your knowledge and for the position, for the test, and so that you can get through that written test if that's part of your assessment. The first, so today's tool is called the seven preparation tips for the written test. There's this emphasis here about these, these seven different tips is that it is extremely critical to be prepared for the written test. A lot of times I see guys that get ready for a promotional test and they'll spend a ton of time doing uh, like size ups or going through these big crazy uh, emergency incidents that could happen, such as a vehicle fire that catches a house on fire that then catches a commercial structure on fire and then an airplane crashes and you have to somehow manage this big giant highly stressful situation where lives are at risk, there's a lot of values that are at risk and um, things like that. That is important. That being said, that's not the main emphasis of, so you could be the best at running emergency scenes. You could be the best at commanding your crew. You could be the best informal leader. But if you fail the written test, in many, in many assessment centers, failing the written tests will take you out of the process. So many times a written test is a pass-fail option. You either pass it and you move on or you fail it and you don't move on. So even if you're the best, if you don't get through the gate of this written test, it's not gonna matter in terms of you being successful with the promotion. So, uh, and even on a lot of processes that um, it's not pass-fail, many times it still carries a lot of weight in your overall score. So don't overlook the importance of the written test. It's not as exciting, it's not as, uh, I guess not as sexy or appealing as some of these bigger parts of being able to run a big emergency incident or lead your crew or these other things, but it is really, really important. So tip number one is read the books and policy cover to cover several times. Many people make the mistake, myself included, in the past I made the mistake of thinking that I could get by without reading the book. I was like, well, I'll buy the audiobook, 
and then I'm just gonna uh, get a study guide and I'll breeze through it and I feel pretty good about that. Uh, that was a big error. What I learned was that if you know everything that's within the books that you're required to read and you know the policies as well as possible, you're gonna do well on that written test. There's nothing that they're gonna give you. Typically, there's not anything that they're gonna give you that's not in the books or the policies that are on the required reading list. Usually with the test announcement, they give you a list of what's gonna be on the test so you know what to study. Don't compromise um, going through these. There's tremendous value in going through these, reading it in its entirety, and then going back and using the audiobooks, the study guides, the flashcards, all this other stuff is helpful. But tip number one is read the book and policy, read it cover to cover several times. Don't just look at the pictures and highlight it. Next one is don't prepare alone. So this goes back to strategy number two is that you build your team intentionally. Part of that team is that you get a study buddy or a, a partner that, that you pair up with that hopefully is taking that test with you. And so you can refine and, and compete and, and push each other to reach your best. Um, studying as a group, or at least with, with one other person, it's a lot easier to comprehend and to retain the information than just sitting and reading by yourself. If you go, <clears throat> go back to the first tip is that reading by yourself, there's a time and place for just getting through the book. But, um, once you do that, it's good to have a partner because you can bounce stuff off of each other. You can test each other and uh, it's good accountability and helps you to learn better uh, to share it and to comprehend it in different forms other than just reading. Number three is don't, don't learn it, teach it. So one of the fastest ways to comprehend information is to teach it and to share it. So some ideas that go with tip number three is that you can share it on social media. You can record a video or audio, audio recording like I'm doing now. You can record it and you can share it publicly or you can just record it just for the sake of recording it. When you read something for the sake of teaching it, you pay a lot more attention to it and you're much more engaged with the material if you're just reading it to get through a chapter. So when you, when you learn to teach, you have to be able to retain it and then also share it and speak it, not just um, intake it. So um, you can share it with your family. Uh, a lot of times if you have kids or uh, if you're married or you just have a boyfriend or girlfriend that you're close with, um, you might wanna learn something and be like, hey, do you mind if I just share this with you? I'd like to teach it and share it with you. And then leverage your family and friends. So that's kind of the same as that um, it's really, you can see if you do have young kids at home um, or whatever your, your home situation is like, you'd be surprised at how often your kids or maybe um, your spouse would be interested in participating in some of this stuff with you. I know, uh, you know, you could be at home and you could see your kids as a distraction because they're running around the house and causing a muck and you need to study for this test. Or you could just create it and make it fun and say, hey, guys, let's play a game and you could set it up like a Jeopardy or you can make a card game out of it or something so that it's this interactive process. And there's no reason that the studying and this learning process has to be a long drawn out painful um, thing. It can be an enjoyable process. There's a piece of it that you're just gonna have to grind out and get through. That being said, the more you can engage your family and friends and, and um, 
make it fun, the better off you're going to be and the more you're going to enjoy the process. So that's still number three, uh, which is don't just learn it, teach it. Number four is to use repetition. The more repetition is really uh, one of the best ways that we learn. We get stuff integrated into us through repetition and also through an emotional connection. So if you can, if you can create a strong emotional connection, you're, you're more likely to retain the information. And the other one is just repetition, 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 repetition. So get used to repeatedly going over things. Even when you think you know it, it kind of goes back to that saying is that uh, amateurs practice till they get it right. Professionals practice until they cannot get it wrong. And so you just do the fundamentals over and over and over till you know when it's a high stress situation, you don't, you don't rise to the situation, you fall to your lowest, the, the level of your training. So instead of rising to the situation, you're gonna fall to your level of training and preparation. So hopefully that's a high level that you train at that highest level. So when the heat is on, the pressure is on, and when it counts, it's something that you've done multiple times over and over. Number five is use rewards to keep you motivated. So there is an element of studying that can be tedious and it can be a lot of work. Um, so make sure that you're rewarding yourself in the process. For me, if I'm studying, something I reward myself with is I enjoy having a good cup of coffee because I enjoy um, the coffee and then it, it kind of stimulates my mind and then I can study and enjoy it. Or sometimes if I'm preparing for a test, I might set up some type of incentive so that if, if, I, get, if I stick to my plan for the week, then I get to treat myself to a meal out or maybe I go buy something that I normally wouldn't buy or um, you know some type of cake or candy or take the kids out for Sundays, whatever. Uh, find something that's gonna motivate you and, and reward yourself in the process. This goes back to strategy number seven, celebrate the peak is that integrate celebration into your study. Because the more you enjoy it, the more emotional, emotionally connected you can be towards your training plan, the easier it is, is gonna, the easier it will be to do it. If you absolutely hate studying and you never wanna do it, willpower is only gonna get you so far. Um, so you kind of have to work to get your, your, somehow find some joy and enjoyment in the process. So number six is use various resources to learn yet not as a substitute for learning. So this goes back to the first one is that there is not a substitute for uh, spending the time to really understand the content. And I, and I encourage you to read it in its entirety at least once, if not several times of reading it cover to cover. That being said, um, once you've done that, then there's a ton of great study guides, flashcards, audiobooks, videos, phone apps, many other things are a great way to supplement this um, to, to help retain that information. And number seven is make use of all the time you have. This goes back to making your training plan, which is strategy number four, is that a lot of times people say, oh, I just don't have the time. How am I going to find the time? I don't have the time to prepare for this test. And if you take a log of all the time that you have, so like a good example for this would be if you just take the next week and every day write out what you've done every hour of the day. For most people, there's uh, 
there's like studies that say most people watch TV like two to five hours per day, or you end up uh, a lot of fire stations, you'll sit around and, and have coffee talk for an hour plus. Uh, you know, you might go out shopping, you might do a lot of these activities, which can be good activities, but not if that they're comp not if you're compromising your training plan. And if those activities are taken away from you showing up on test day as your best self. So take an inventory of your time. And um, studying does not have to be confined to just sitting at a desk by yourself away from everybody else. Find creative ways to make it possible. So, um, and yeah, so, so find creative ways to study as often as possible. Um, you can go out for a walk and maybe bring some flashcards with you. If you go and walk with your spouse or a friend or, or a family member, um, if you're on a long drive, you could do it. If you're out, if you have some projects to do around the house, while you're doing these projects, maybe you would listen to an audio. Like I've got these AirPods here. I could pre-record um, some of my some of my tests, or I could re I could pre-record some of the the test answers, or the test questions. Maybe listen to it, or I could get a a study guide that's already ready, or an audio version. Is it's called uh, there's a there's a saying called net time N E T, and that stands for no, um, uh, what is it? Net time, no extra time, I think is what that stands for. But basically, how can you um, titrate this material into things that you're doing already? If you have a long drive, how can you listen to an audiobook or um, maybe facilitate a discussion? If you're on an ambulance and you get a long transport, um, maybe as you're driving back from that transport, you could just um, share some flashcards or, or a quiz. Um, do some quizzes with the other person in the ambulance or fire engine. So make use of all the time that you have. You have the time, it's just a matter of directing your focus towards being best prepared. So these are the seven tips. I'll cover them one more time and that'll be the end of this video. So number one is read the books and policies cover to cover several times. Number two is don't prepare alone. Number three, don't just learn it, teach it and a number of ways that you can do that. Number four is use repetition. Number four is use repetition. Number four is use repetition. Number five, use rewards to keep you motivated. Number six, use various resources to learn, yet not as a substitute for the reading. So uh, use those other sources. And number seven is make use of all the time that you have and be flexible with your approach. Thanks for watching. This is part of the study skill. So if uh, there'll be other, there's a few other tools that will help you study. And uh, I appreciate you listening. If you have any, any questions, comments, I appreciate that. And if um, you haven't got the book yet, check out the promotion playbook on Amazon or promotionplaybook.com. Thank you.